Yo, this is already live. You don't have to do the whole check thing and all the stuff. Like, it immediately goes live into the group. That's why I love using fucking StreamYard. Um, yeah, it's 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 super sick. Um, something that I, I wanted to chat about, right, is like, uh, and I think it might make sense to use this frame around it at the same time too, is like uh, eliminating all the fucking, like, definitions around anything to do in the agency or business or consulting or whatever the fuck it is, right? Like, irrespective of it being something that is in the sales process or fulfillment or whatever it might be. Um, my experience has been that it always comes back to definition of problem and solving that at the same time too, right? Like, I think that too many people are getting caught up and you can help me understand what your perspective is on it. But like, the, they're getting too caught up in like setting, closing, sales, f delivery, fulfillment, all these different things. And it's becoming harder and harder and harder than it needs to be. Um because they aren't focused on like the main thing. And the main thing is just like making sure that they can uh, extrapolate what problems people are experiencing and solving them for them at the same time too. And I think they're having a really fucking high, hard time connecting the both of those things to make it really easy for them. Um, but Mr. Jake, what has been your experience with that? Yeah, it's like common. It's like very common to want to complicate things. And what I notice typically inside of a sales context is that people hear add value, add value, add value, add value. And that's not necessarily wrong, but the way that that information is being taught or that tactic is being taught is that people are trying to like overcome, like you're ending up overcomplicating a sale by saying you get this and this and this, and what do you have this, 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 and this. And it might not be till the 10th thing that you say that you actually address the thing that they want or simultaneously how Chris, you know, Chris mentioned, like, you might focus on fulfillment and this and that and the three, three to 10 things that you need to focus on. Well, what's the top priority? What's the top goal? And what if instead of like kind of making progress in a couple of goal, in a couple of areas, you really focus down and make progress in one area? Mm. Well, actually, there's a client in our, our group back when I was the head coach when uh, that was like, yo, I just got this, this and this and they'd help time blocking because I want to do this, this and this. And I helped him do it. And then at the end of the call, I was like, by the way, what's your biggest goal right now? He's like, oh, I'm trying to get to, you know, 50K a month. And I was like, from, I think he was at like 20. And I was like, all right, scrap everything we just said. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing all that stuff if that's your goal? You know what I mean? Oh, and so the truth is, is whatever your, whatever your goal is, you need to be really focused on that. Um, and, yeah, just not overcomplicate what you're doing, right? Like a lot of, uh, this is an analogy one of my coaches used is that sometimes we feel like we need to be doing a lot so we kind of are doing this and it's like we're in the water treading water are we getting anywhere no but we're expending a bunch of energy so we feel really good about the output the input even though and even though it takes way more discipline and is way harder to say you know what nope i'm going to stop moving all of these lens now i'm just going to take this stroke but the truth is even just that stroke on its own you know before you take your next stroke gets you so much farther in a direction than all of this does right and so that, that is the true definition of discipline, I think, is your nervous system makes you feel like you need to do a lot more in a lot of different directions versus, no, I am going to stick to the plan that I have set out and execute it, right? Um, which is just, you know, hard to do because we get freaked out, thrown off course. Something that I think, uh, and I'm like creating this, you, you, you would have seen it, the... Um the new sales process playbook for people, right? Is like, and why I say like deleting all the definitions from things in the first place is like, if I bring this up and share my screen, 
Like at the end of the day, it all comes back to like linking problems to whatever you're doing, right? And like continually doing so at the same time as well, right? Like this is the, uh, um, how do I best explain it? The, the new diagram that I've created in the first place, right? Like whether it's uh, marketing, sales, fulfillment, team building, whatever the fuck it is, right? Like there's always a, there's always two things that are present, right? Like there's a problem and there's a there's an offer you can make to solve that problem for that person. And there's a reason why they want to do it at the same time as well, right? So like when people keep talking about the definitions of different parts of the business or whatever it might be, um, the reality is that the only thing that matters is like, are you getting someone from the stage of like problem awareness through to solving their problem for them and getting them from their, their, their like hell to their heaven, if that makes sense, Right. And if you can do that and realize that all you're doing, your, your whole job is just to be like a professional fucking problem solver for these people from the level of marketing through to the level of um, sales through to the level of calls that you're taking people through to the level of um, actually getting someone onboarded to the level of delivering to the level of actually keeping someone forever, if that makes sense. Your only job is to surface two things, the problem and the, and the offer to that person that would fix that for them based on that problem. Whether like it, it actually doesn't matter what type of business you're specifically working with in the first place. It really just comes back to like how frequently you are surfacing those problems and finding a really clear defined way to walk them through the, the, I guess the, the, um, the, the fixing of that in the first place. Um, and this doesn't matter whether it's with uh, like someone in the sales process or someone on your team at the same time too. Right. Like, um, something that I think that a lot of people don't take into consideration is that like uh, linking offers to problems actually starts with when you're hiring a team at the same time too, right? Like what problem are they trying to solve by starting working with you in the first place, right? Like yeah. and how can you help bring that to life for them as opposed to it being something where it's your egotistical or egomaniac um, point of view where it's like it's they're just doing it because you, you have this amazing job, right? Like that's completely untrue. Right, like they're doing it to solve a problem for themselves, and if you can fully understand that really quickly from, from from day one, it sort of changes the whole game. And that that's what I'm saying. Like, if you eliminate the definitions of sales, marketing, team, whatever it is, and just go back to realizing you're just solving a problem for someone, no matter what area of the business that it's in, um, it typically becomes a lot easier and a lot easier to mentally manage at the same time too. Absolutely. Okay. And, I mean, if you're a marketing agency owner, think of it like this: you niched down because you were trying to hook something specific. You know that if you resonate more specifically with the person based on niche, they're more likely to say, oh, this is, this is the thing I'm looking for. They're for me. Well, why not do that exact same thing with their core pain or problem so long as it fits inside of your offer and say, I'm going to wait to, to offer this person until I know exactly what the main thing they're looking for is so I can make it the focus of my pitch. It's like if you buy a software, right? If you buy a software and you're like, man, I like if you're buying a dialer and you're like, man, I really hope it has a local dialer feature where it does the local mm. time zone. And that's like not the first thing that the person pitches is like their ability for dialers to be local and maybe do predictive and stuff. And like, oh yeah, we do that too. You're going to be a little bit more sketched out than if they led with that. And how would they lead with that unless they knew that you needed it, right? That's why ask, discovery is actually about discovery, finding mm. the problem they primarily want solved, like Chris is mentioning. Because once you have that, once you know that, 
You direct the whole conversation around that because you found out what they actually care about. And people do not buy on logic. They buy on feeling, right? Like you've probably heard that a thousand times. Well, you're not going to force anybody into feeling anything. You need to figure out what they feel. And then once you figure it out, you hang out there. And once you hang out there, you know why it matters. And once you know why it matters, you just sell the solution to that problem. The bells and whistles kind of matter, but not really, right? Very, so, very minimally do they matter. And I think that's like, um, I'm just going to come out and say it, right? The purple book is not actually helpful to people. I think you know what purple book I'm talking about that talks about things that maybe might be $100 million, right? But the purple book is not necessarily helpful to people because it makes them think about like, how do I make this fucking gargantuan thing, right? Which like would be the world's best thing on paper that does nothing for actually helping people solve problems today. Totally. And it becomes a huge issue um, because what, what happens then is that uh, Mr. Marketing Agency owner does start working with this person and then when issues come up, they still don't know how to solve problems effectively, right? And the reason why you will actually keep someone long-term is actually getting really good at maintaining uh, problem awareness the whole way through and that you can be the solution to that and then for them, through the process and being proactive about it as opposed to it being something where it's reactive where problems keep coming up and people wanting to leave you at the same time as well and one one thing i've also found is that like the earlier you can get good at that in let's call it the sales process right like if you can get good at raising problem awareness for the problems that you want to solve from the level of your marketing in the first place it makes it so much easier to help people see how much you can help them for the long term if that makes sense and i think that many people don't realize that like the problem is the only thing that matters the whole way through the process and if you don't get good at just assessing and, and, and reassessing that um it will become so much more complex and overcomplicated than it needs to be if that makes sense right like i it, it's been my experience that when we talk about two things in our marketing one the things people don't want to do and two the actual problem that what they don't want to do creates for them. And then that we have the solution to all of that is when we get people who actually want to be on the, on the phone with us on the phone and people that want to stay with us for a long time on that phone at the same time as well. Um, and this is where like, I really like the, the, the context of like offer linking at the same time too. Cause like, I think uh, if I have the original um, image that I created for it, right. Here we are. Where I talked about the clown and his um, desire to, to, to get to more parties, whatever it was, right? Um, if you have a conversation with someone and you find out that they have a problem, which for the clown was like wanting parties to attend, right? Um, you realize that the issue that he had was like he wanted to get to 20, but he doesn't have the, the, the amount of lead flow to actually help him get anywhere near that in the first place. Um, these are the things that you would start marketing, right? Like how to get like parties for clowns how to get 20 parties per clown for months, right? Um, the right lead gen systems or whatever it is to make sure you get 20 parties per month to be the best clown you could ever be in the first place. And you can use that the whole way through your marketing and sales systems that I just think, think people just aren't utilizing in any way, shape and form because they're not seeing it as um, the only thing that matters to them through their marketing and sales process. And I don't know why that is. Do you know why that is? Yeah, because uh, people don't think it's enough. Mm. I'm just afraid it's not enough. What do you like, mean by it's that? It's really hard to trust that for people. H how do you mean it's not enough? 
People are afraid that me solving their problem isn't going to be enough for them to pay me. So what I really need to do is just tell them that we can do everything in the world and hit the logistics and the details and all that kind of stuff, because you think that's how people buy, but truthfully, that's not even how you buy. Mm. Right? Like that's not how you buy. I guess maybe as an example, right? Where like they bring out the, um, you go to, 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 I went to a Thai restaurant Saturday night, right? With a, a friend of mine, Jimmy Pomponio. Um, shout out to Jimmy. If, if he watches this, um, all I fucking wanted was the sauteed chicken skewers. Right. That's all I wanted. Um, and they could have come out and told me about like all the million things that they definitely would have wanted to offer me that were on the menu at that point in time. But the, 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 the waiter was really fucking good. Right. He walked over and goes like, is there anything particular that you guys are actually looking for today? Like, have you guys been to Thai before? Is this something that you guys do normally? Like, is there anything on the menu that you guys actually really want to, 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 to order? I was like, whoa. Right. That's like not common because people typically just drop like a whole menu on the table for you and expect you to make your own decisions at that point in time. But Jake, I don't know about you. How, how frequently do you sit at a restaurant and like, oh, this is actually really hard to pick? Super frequently. Right. Like for me, um, it's 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 frustrating. Um, and I think that's what you, you, you create for people when you're on a sales call with them or even when you're delivering something for them. If you aren't focused on helping them solve the things that are most important to them at this point in time, because if you come out and you're like, just blow, like, hey, we can do all this shit for you. It, it sort of ends up being the menu in their hands at the restaurant. We're just like, give me a, give, give me 10. Come back in, in 20 minutes time and I'll, 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 I'll let you know if there's anything on the menu that I even wanted in the first place. Right. Dude, like, and this is why if you guys hear about these longer sales cycles that happen in like SaaS or whatever, it's because if someone's confused about what they'd be paying you money for, they're not going to pay you money for it. Mm. And so if it's going to take them time to digest what you've told them, see you later. Like you're, you're playing the time game now. Which, you know, is why like with software, sometimes that's the case with really complicated products. But those deal sizes are usually big, right? Like, you know, it could be 100 grand or whatever. Mm. So that's the difference. Like, what's the simplest way I could explain this to this person who doesn't really understand the, the details of it? So that they feel good, safe, and clear. And so if your offer includes a full menu of things that you do... Find out first, do they like soups or salads or whatever? Yeah. Right? You're going you're gonna to give them a whole course, three course, whatever it is, right? Like you're going to have your whole process. They don't even know how you make the soup or the salad, but figure out what they like, what they want, what they definitely don't like, what they definitely don't want. I've got a new little game I like to play called Red Flag, Green Flag. Hey, like if there's anything that would have you, have you run for the hills, what is it? Because if that's us, I'm just going to tell you right now in the call. Yeah, 100%. And they'll, they'll tell you. And then you go, cool. Sweet, that's not us, but let me ask, like, now you're figuring out what you don't need to add because if it's, unless it's like instrumental, right? Like if it's instrumental to what you do, then you got to overcome that. But they're going to tell you a red flag. Usually that you're like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. And they're going to tell you a green flag and you'll know where to focus. And then you're mm -hmm. narrowing down maybe the menu to a section or to an option or two, mm -hmm. right? Based on what they said. And then you can ask, does that sound right? Hey, does this feel like the right the thing for you? Does it feel like that? That's your tie down, right? Um, why does it feel like that? 
and you make sure that you nailed it before you even drop price or say, let's do it. Right. Completely. Yeah, dude. And I think that like, um, I think too many people are focused on having the best offer as opposed to the best offer for that person. Right. Like, how do I have the best offer in the world as opposed to just making sure that I can make sure this person sees that what we do for them is actually going to help them as opposed to it just being like, why do they not love this fucking, this menu of things that I've just created that actually creates more overwhelm for the person than absolutely necessary, which stops them from wanting to move forward in the same way that when you're at a restaurant, you're like, sorry, can you give me 10 more minutes to look through the menu? I haven't decided on what I want yet. Exactly. Like, it, it literally puts them into a into a state of overwhelm. And if like the waiter keeps coming over when you're in overwhelm, it's like, dude, give me five more minutes. Right? Really exactly. fucking hard to do. Um, whereas with the dude the other night, he's like, hey, man, is there anything you guys typically coming from? Like, Sartre Skew is like, would you want me to go get that for you now? I'm like, fuck yeah. Because um, it was so much easier. <laughs> They'll tell you what they want. Pardon? They will. You just got to get them to trust you. And, and, then, and also, like... When they're telling you, don't pitch against it right away. Like, hey, what are you looking for? We're looking for this. Oh, we have this, this. It's like, whoa, like really seek to understand them, right? Like if, if you are opening them up and every time they open up, you're hitting them with something to like be not combative, but like, hey, yeah, well, we got something for that. They're like, whoa, dude. Okay. Like, I guess anytime I open up to you, you're going to pitch me. Yeah. Not what they want. Like, who wants that? Right? Like that sucks. It's, uh, it's the friend that always is giving advice just a little bit before they really understand your situation. Mm. and shit maybe you'd give them the exact same advice but they just they just need to feel hurt first right like so that's the that's the sitch hugely hugely um guys i think that's pretty much everything for today i uh i just wanted to share that like all the definitions you guys use on like literally every part of the business are pretty fucking useless until you realize that the only thing that matters is like solving the problems of those in the seat that you're actually speaking to at that point in time. Um, and if you can become like the professional problem solver and link the actual problem you're solving to the offer you make to whatever person that is, be it in sales, delivery, or whatever it might be, life becomes a whole lot fucking easier. Um, I don't know if you guys would like a copy of the uh, the offer linking SOP, right? This one, feel free to reach out. We can get that across to you for sure. It literally explains step-by-step step as a training and how to do that and use that in your marketing to only raise people that genuinely want to work with you and no one else, drop a comment below that says offer, and we can shoot that across to you. Um, it's super fucking helpful and really, really good for you. Um, it's not a whole menu of things. <laughs> and uh, I will speak to you all soon. Jake, anything else? Don't overcomplicate it. Trust yourself. Speak to you guys soon. Never settle for second best. Later.